Hi, welcome to Adoption Now, your adoption show. I'm April Fallon. Enjoy this episode. Hi, welcome to Adoption Now, your adoption show. I'm April Fallon, and today I'm joined by my husband, Noah. Hi, Noah. Hey, it's so good to be here. It's so good to have you. Wow, you said more than just hi. I know. I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) I really mean it. It really is great to be here. Can you believe this? No. It's happening. We are the proud parents of four adopted children. AJ and Lily are going to be joining the show later. We're so excited. And if you are new to Adoption Now, this is our sixth season. I can't believe believe that it's happening. We've waited for so long. Here in Adoption Now, we talk about adoption and tell stories from the perspective of the birth parent, adoptee, and adoptive parent. If your life has been touched by adoption or like us, you just love to learn about adoption, this is the place for you. There's a lot of strength, as we have learned, from sharing your story. People will connect to your journey, and honestly, it will learn so much about your epic adventure. And some people say to me, my story, it's not exciting. And then they tell me, and I'm like, this is crazy. How is this not exciting to you? And they share it, and so many people reach out to them and are like, because of your story, I was able to go on, or I figured something out out or I was so interested I couldn't stop listening. So even if you think your story is not epic, it probably is if it has to do with adoption. Wouldn't you agree, Noah? I totally agree. Okay. So speaking of epic adventures, um, we got to talk about the new music. It's awesome. Everybody heard it when we introed. We have new music and we chose something different because we wanted season six to represent uh, an epic story of tenacity and love. And we hope that it inspires you to never give up. Whether you're a birth parent and you placed your baby and you had great love, but great pain, but you kept going to get the help and healing that you needed. Or you're an adoptee who went on a journey to find your bio family and maybe every door was closing, but you kept going. Or maybe you are an adoptive parent and you just feel like, you, you're never going to get there. You, you're not going to bring home your child or it's very, very hard. We want you to know that there's a story for you. We definitely have a story for you and you will be encouraged. And we do believe that if you don't give up, you will find the answers that you're looking for. We have just done a ton of pre-interviews today. I am like, ah, so excited about the things that are going to come out in these shows. Uh, we've talked to parents of 13 children. That's crazy. Two adopted from Ukraine. And she actually carried a baby through embryo adoption because she heard about it from our show. Wow. Can you believe that? One of the things she said, she's like, it's so weird when I go to the doctor. She's like, I say, this is my adopted child, but I carried this child. (laughs) The doctor's probably looking at her like, What? what are you talking about? We also have a story about a mother who adopted two babies from Florida during the pandemic. I can't even imagine what that's like. I mean, the pandemic has changed everything. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But really, adoption is so challenging. And then you add the pandemic. I mean, the story is just incredible. We are going to talk to adoptees who have written books, um, adoptive parents who went through many, many failed adoptions, including scams. They got scammed. After all of these adoptions that didn't go through, then they get scammed. And this woman 
was telling her story. And honestly, I was I had tears in my eyes because the way that she kept going, she didn't get bitter or angry. She tells the story with such love and I'm going to say it again, tenacity. Like I, I just kept going because I believe God told me I was going to adopt. And so I had to get back up again, even though it was very painful. I love stories like that. Do you know why I love stories like that? I do. <laughs> because that's our story, it right? Sure is. I think if you have been with us for a long time and you have listened to all the seasons, you know that we have taken a break, a very long break. Just a little bit. What did you miss most when we were on break? This right here. No, the community. I miss the community the most because you have these stories that encourage and inspire and really have helped us in our journey. That's the thing that I miss the most to not have that, even though it's a podcast, the amount of stories that we have told that we continue to receive and that we continue to tell really was one of the biggest helps in our own adoption stories. Even after adoption, when I hear a story, I feel not alone. Or I talk to an adoptive mom and I can ask her a question, right? Nobody gets your story like another person who's been through it. And so when I'm confused about what to do with my children and I ask another adoptive mom and she is like, oh, oh yeah, I had that. And this is what I did. It's just so helpful to connect. It really is. And I just think that the amount of time that we have spent the amount of energy, the amount of effort, the tenacity that we have brought is hard to do on your own when you don't have that support system. And so, yeah, I'd miss that more than anything. And I'm really excited to continue. Okay. So we just listened to our last episode of season five, and that was really hard. We sat down together and we listened to it before we're recording this one. And it was, it was hard. It was really, really tough. And we hadn't even actually gone through the most difficult part yet. I know. If you are new to Adoption Now and you're thinking, what are they talking about? I do want to address some things. We left the website kind of up in the air and we had a debacle. And those of you who have been following us, you know that we took a break. And in this episode today, I'm going to address some of those things. But I want you to know that that is over. Yay, we're so excited. We just prayed and we had faith that God would bring us through and he did. And we started to change our prayers. We started to listen to other pastors who have gone through similar situations, right? Here we are again. Yes. We had to find someone who has gone through it ahead of us. And you know, this pastor was preaching one day in the car and it's somebody that I would never have thought I would listen to, but I listened to the full message. I was bawling. One of the things he said was that in a lawsuit, it is designed to bring you down, right? Mm -hmm. It is designed, the, the system of the world is designed to be heavy on you and that will stress you out. And so don't let that take your joy. You have to believe that God is gonna come through and you gotta start praying prayers with authority. That was the biggest change for you and I, for you a lot. Yeah. It's starting to declare the word and praying with authority and saying, no, we won't, we won't back down. No, we won't crumble. No, you can't sink us completely. You have rocked our ship for sure, but you can't drown it completely and you can't get us down. 
in a way that we can't get back up. And I, I just feel like we've prayed that before in adoption, but this was just so amazing to see that that God just walked us through. He also moved us. Yes, he did. To a different state. And I think a lot of people moved during the pandemic. And so that was kind of challenging too, because once we were going to start again, we're like, where are we going to go to record? <laughs> and we found this awesome place God led us to, this amazing place. We have a new producer named Nick. He's awesome. And his backstory has a little bit of adoption in it. It's so cool how many people are connected to adoption. It really is amazing. And when you talk to them, they're like, oh my gosh, I my aunt or my cousin, my sister, or I'm adopted. I mean, we got a new attorney for our trademarks and he's like, I'm adopted. <laughs> I'm so excited to help you. So that's so cool. I yes. mean, just the connection. So we wanted to update you on Lily. We left you with Lily. It's unreal. The story, I don't even know where you want to begin, but we knew that we had been through so many different doctors and so many different people trying to help us and help Lily. And we even thought we had some direction. We had gotten to a point where we we're like, okay, this is it. It's, it's this depth perception. It's the eyes. Well, that's how we left the last podcast. Yeah. And we were going to pay $5,800 out of pocket to help with her depth perception. And we were like, this is the answer. And then the pandemic hit and then we moved. And so again, we had to start over with doctors. And so I took her to Children's Hospital doctor to check out her eyes there. And he said, her eyes are great. <laughs> In fact, she doesn't even really have to wear glasses. And I'm like, wait a second. What are we doing? Wait, wait a second. We were told that she needs eye therapy. He's like, I don't, I don't think that it's that. It, she might have a little bit of that, right. but I don't think that that is your answer. And he's like, I mean, she can continue to wear glasses and she probably should when she reads, but you know, she's, she's, I don't see what the other doctors were saying. So that left us completely upside down again, right? You have to start completely over. And we found the most amazing doctor. And I want Lily to talk a little bit about that in a little bit. But this doctor came alongside of us and she just changed Lily mm -hmm. and changed and me. And changed us. And changed our relationship, Lily and I. I think we had gotten to a place where I'd taken her to so many doctors and tried to tell them this is what's wrong. And as she was hearing me say these things, she felt like I was stabbing her in the back kind of like why are you telling the doctors all these bad things about me and I tried to explain to her I'm telling the doctor this I'm not trying to be mean I'm I'm trying to get you help but then she felt so resentful I think towards towards me that then she wouldn't open up at the doctor's office or she would do the direct opposite of what I told the doctor that she was struggling with. And so we couldn't get a diagnosis and we kept going around. We didn't know if she was on the spectrum. We waited for a year to get that tested. They're like, we don't really think so. But they looked at her history and what she had been through and said, you know, I think maybe she's struggling with ADHD. And in Lily, it looks so different. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I guess I didn't know that much about it, but it wasn't, it wasn't what I thought. I didn't think they were right. Let's just say that. Neither did I. And we went to the doctor and we talked to her and I could tell that as we were talking to the new doctor that Lily was kind of getting that feeling of like, oh great, now my mom's going to tell her everything and this is going to happen. And the doctor sat down next to, I'm always going to cry at this part of the story and I tell it a lot. She sat down and she put her arm around Lily and she said, we are team Lily. Your mom is team Lily. We are all here to help you 
We want you to be successful. We want you to learn to read. We want you to learn to ride your bike. The things you want, we want that too. And your mom is not telling me anything that's making me upset. None of this is your fault. Your mom is telling me clues to help us help you. And for some reason in that moment, Lily scooted closer to me and her and I told the doctor what the doctor needed to hear. And we were on a team for the first time and it changed everything. And maybe you are out there and you just struggle at the doctor's office and your child is struggling and you just want to have that moment. We will pray for you because I do believe that that moment will come for you. And and it was amazing. It changed our relationship. Dr. Nemo was able to help her. And now Lily is reading, riding a bike. She's She is a totally different child. It's, it's absolutely incredible. She's so happy now. She has friends. She has an awesome teacher. She has all these people at her school that are supporting her. And I know in a public school, it doesn't happen a lot. We happen to find a school that they set up a team to help Lily in school be successful Yes, and never make her feel bad. They want her to succeed. I mean, that's just it. We want these kids to, to just be amazing and to find that amazing. We really do. And I think it's the tenacity piece, right? Mm-hmm. How many doctors before we got the one that we really needed, the one that Lily really needed. So don't, don't give up. Don't ever give up hope. There's always going to be somebody out there. And you know, that's the cliche. It takes a village. It really does. It really does. I don't even like that. I know. I don't either. (laughs) But I can't stop thinking about that in my head. Like it really does. And you know, the prayer for those of you out there that haven't found that person or that pastor or that doctor, that really is our prayer for you. And that's again, one of those reasons that we're so excited to bring this back is there might be one small glimpse or a piece of a story that ties into your adoption and that can help you along the way that you've been looking for, that you've been searching for. I mean, how many years, six years for us with Lily. And so six years it took us to get to this point. And now it's amazing. You know, I think one of the things that's really hard when you're trying to figure out how to help a child is that they're so frustrated and their frustration can sometimes cause chaos in the family. And they don't mean to do that. Like she would get very anxious around holidays mm-hmm. and it would be her anxiety would give me anxiety and then it would just be difficult. And now she's so peaceful. She has so much peace and she's enjoyable. She doesn't get nervous. And she's able to talk to us and say, this is what's going on at school. I have to, I have this big performance and I'm just so nervous. Or this is how I feel. Getting your child to tell you how they feel and talk things through is so important, especially with those that struggle with words. Not that she did. She could talk to anybody, but she struggled with what was going on deeply inside of her. Yes. And now we've built that trust where we can we can talk about those things. Another great thing is my mom is around. Not just around. She's thriving. It's unreal. We left the podcast saying she was about to get this big surgery. And I'm I'm actually really glad we didn't do the podcast during that time because 
I'm glad to tell you that she came out of it. It was a very long walk. That surgery that she had to have. Now, if you don't know, if you're new to adoption now, my mom had cancer. She had esophageal cancer. She was diagnosed in 2018. We went through all the chemo. She almost didn't make it through the chemo. She was hardly eating. She dropped a ton of weight. She threw a pulmonary embolism. She was on a ventilator. She came out of that, started to gain weight. And then we had to go through the surgery where they remove part of her esophagus, realign her entire stomach, and hope that everything works out. And it was gruesome. That surgery lasted, what was it, six hours? Yes. She ended up being in the hospital for three weeks. She had horrible heart arrhythmia. She couldn't get better. I mean, we just couldn't get her better. Once she came home to us, it was a long journey. She mm-hmm. was passing out. She was so thin. And then the pandemic hit, right? And so then it was, we were in the emergency room all the time. And it was just, it was very difficult. And we didn't really know if she was going to come to a full recovery. And it was months of not knowing that. And finally, about six months after the surgery, she made a turnaround. She went back to Michigan. We moved to Arizona and she slowly recovered. And now it's miraculous. She's cooking HelloFresh. She is helping with the kids. She is helpful. I mean, she does the dishes. She is just so helpful. And, you know, I think she has a new aspect on life too. I think that she is so, so grateful to be with her grandchildren. And I think they're so grateful to have her. And I know I am. I don't know what we would do without her. I know. I, I'm so it's a great update. I'm so happy to say that she does live with us for part of the year. And then she gets to go back with her friends in Michigan for the other part. And so she's living her best life. The last update we want to say is Vivi. And we don't really have that much of an update. We had left you with she wasn't sleeping through the night and really wanted to encourage you that if the doctor tells you this is not the issue with your child, but you really believe that's the issue with your child, continue to be an advocate because with her, the doctor's like, we don't think it's the adenoids. And I told you guys that we called her biological mother, which is such a great benefit to open adoption. And we were able to say, hey, does this run in your other children? What have you done? And she said, you know what? I got the adenoids removed and the kids are doing much better. So I was able then to go to the doctor and say, listen, this runs in her family. Please do an x-ray. And they did. And he said, oh my gosh, her adenoids are huge. Let's take them out. And so with the move, we found another doctor and the surgery went great. And she's doing much better. Now, she still wakes up in the night. So we're still wondering what's going on with that. But as far as her breathing and talking, all of that has gotten so much better. So I think the reason why we told that story before is that we really want you to be an advocate for your child and the help that they need. You know, and I I was talking to a mom today. We were talking about how hard it is to adopt. And then she's like, and then you bring the child home and and then it's really hard because you have to figure out what the child needs. And it's true. It's kind of, it's a lifelong journey, as we always say. And so continuing to find what they need is so, so important. Don't let anybody make you feel like you're crazy. Don't do that. Just say, you know what? No, I have to go with my gut feeling. All right. I think it's time to bring on our favorite guests. Yes, it is. Let's go ahead and bring Mr. AJ and Miss Lillian. AJ, Lily, welcome to the show. Hi. 
Hi. Are you guys excited? Yes. I'm so excited. Okay, tell me your ages and your grades. Well, I'm 11 and I'm in fifth grade and I'm almost going into six. I'm in second grade and I'm eight. That's so great. Thank you guys for being on the show with us. We're just so happy to be here. AJ, how hard has it been for you to be silent? Really hard, like really, really, really hard. What did you keep telling me? I kept telling you to keep believing and that God always has a plan and he does this for a reason. You're right. You were incredibly encouraging. Lily, you heard the things I said about your new doctor. Tell us about your new doctor. Um, my new doctor is amazing. What was different about her than other doctors? She encouraged me more than other doctors. Other doctors were not like, they like ignored me and, you know. Like, right. They only listened to me. They didn't look at you, right? Yeah. But they did ask me like some questions, but mm -hmm. I didn't didn't really know what to say, you know. Right. So tell us about your class. My class is a good class and I have an amazing teacher named Mrs. Prather. She helps me uh, more than other teachers. Are you excited that you're reading? Yes, I'm excited that I'm reading. We are so, so proud of you. You have been so encouraging. And Lily said to me, Mom, you don't have a podcast. You have a help cast. Mm -hmm. And it was so true that we are helping families, right? And so we knew that God would open the door again so that we could share these amazing stories. Do you guys want to say anything else? Well, I just want to say that I'm happy to be back. And um, I hope that we get to be on many more podcasts. <laughs> I think people love hearing you. So I think you will be. Lily, do you want to say anything? No. Well, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. You're welcome. And thank you to all of you who have emailed and texted us and supported us through this time. It has meant the world to us. We have heard you and we loved it. If you have emailed us and we did not email you back, we probably did not get it. So please re-email us at afallon at adoptionnowpodcast.com. Don't forget to send us in your stories. We can't wait to hear more adoption stories. Thank you so much for joining us this week and we will see you next episode. Bye.